Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Bikini Body Podcast. I'm your host, Allegra Paris. We still don't have Dalton with us. He'll be back the next episode, but he did get a really big promotion at work, so he's busy today. We're very excited for him. He's missed, but he'll be back. So today... Another solo episode. Um, I was kind of nervous to do this, but I feel like it's it's gonna be good. I talk fast. So I'm gonna try to cover like two and a half topics. First one is gonna be from you guys literally just writing in. Like I just made a story and I was like, what do you guys wanna hear about? Someone wrote in tennis. I'm so bad at tennis. Like hand-eye coordination and I like don't get along. So I don't know what to tell you. I, you know what? That's a lie. Wear a shoe that's like not stretchy on top, like a nice hard top shoe so that your foot doesn't like slinks. Once you're slamming onto your sides, your foot's not like going flying. Like you wanna keep everything in place. You're gonna do a lot of like stepping from side to side. So just working on all your, all those muscles associated. I feel like you guys know that. I don't know much about tennis. We're not even doing it. Okay, the next one's inappropriate. And then someone says workouts for height. I know, I know, but some workouts give short girls a stocky look when trying to get a great butt. This is interesting. We have to unpack this. There's no workouts for height, but when you're short, shorter, so maybe you're like five foot, five one, you typically don't weigh as much as someone that's taller than you, right? Like I have a girlfriend. She just eats so much less than me because I'm five inches taller than her. So she's like overall just a smaller human. So everything kind of should be making sense. Like she'll go and do uh, a workout like I'm going to do where we'll get like a heavy weight and we'll squat. So if I'm squatting a 75 pound dumbbell, like she might, I'm, pic- I'm picturing my five foot friend. She might be doing like a 50 because like, it's just all proportionate to like, she's eating less than me. So she's going to like lift a little bit less and she'll still have that booty. Maybe if you compared booties directly, hers would be a little smaller, but it's on her frame that then it looks like a little popped out booty. Like everything is just proportionate. So it's an interesting question because she's saying like, well, I don't know to just like listen to your weight load or if you told me to do 75 pounds, that's why you don't want to listen to the internet. Like you do everything for you. But also on my app, when I give everybody a workout, I always give a suggested range. So there's a lightweight, lightweight set, medium set, heavy set. Lightweight is going to be five to eight pounds. Medium is going to be 10 to 15, 10 to 12. Heavy, I like do a crazy range because like I'll be deadlifting 35s. Someone might be going though at like 15s or 20s. So that's like the range. And that's going to just be proportionate to your size. But what I'm really referring to is how much food you're taking in. Um, Because you were just typically taking in less food. There's less of you to feed. It all is just proportionate. But that being said, like think about what you're eating. Yeah. So if you're overeating and then you're like lifting heavy and you're shorter, you might feel stocky because you're just gaining weight. So basically if you're eating a lot, you're weight training a lot, what's going to happen is your body's not just going to make your, your body's going to feel your muscle more. So you're going to have like these bigger muscles. And that's like the, where the term stocky comes from. Like if you weren't lifting at all, it would just be body fat, but because you're lifting, it's like these puffy muscles. And yeah, a lot of people just don't like those. Like it's totally okay. I don't necessarily want that for me either. So that's that. The second topic that I wanted to talk to about with you guys I bring this up a lot. We are always talking about macros, but I still get so many DMs about this because I think it's just a really confusing concept. But I don't know if you guys have ever heard the term flexible eating. Like I'm on the flexible eating diet. Well, you're just focusing on your macronutrients, which is like the theme of this damn podcast. I could call it that, but we don't. Um, So the whole way that I eat, the way I teach my clients to eat is via like counting macronutrients, not just calories, macronutrients. What are those? carbs, protein, and fat, how many grams you're going to have of each within a day. So it's like a template. It's literally, you are given, you are allotted 
X amount of carbs, X amount of protein, X amount of fat. That allotment is going to be based on your goal. If you are trying to lose weight, you'll have X amount of carbs, protein, and fat that will get you to a point that if that's all you consume, you'll be in a deficit for the day, which means you burnt more calories than you took in. Boom, you're going to lose weight. And maybe that number is 95 grams of protein, 130 grams of carbs, and 35 grams of fat. And if you hit those, you're in your deficit. How do we figure that out? We took your body fat, multiplied it by like 11. We, we looked at your activity level. We did all these different things to figure those numbers out. Then when you know those numbers, I love this because I'm a very like Virgo, a type person. My sister loves to tell me this. So I love like when one plus two equals three and like, that's just how it needs to equal. I need it to be that way. So I like that there are just these certain numbers that you got to hit. Once you do it, boom, done goals set. Like it's not this weird aloof thing. It's literally science. Why is it called flexible eating? Because, okay, I'm not saying to do this, but I'm saying if you get that 130 grams of carbs and you eat two donuts, Okay. But you have like a lot of protein in your day. You have all those good things. You filled your fat, your protein, and you ate two donuts and it got to 130. Look at you. You are going to lose weight still because you just put everything in its little category and you didn't have three donuts. You had two. So it fit in the carbs. Am I telling you to do this? No. But what I'm saying is like, that is how I live my life where when I want my treats, I want my cake and eat it too. I have them. I stick them in that mold that I'm talking about. Those allotted amounts I get to have that were planned for me based on my activity level, my age, my height. And when I'm with friends, they're like, oh my God, you're eating that. Or you're the fitness girl. How are you having the brownie sundae? Which I did have yesterday. And I'm like, guys, one, I'm not eating the whole brownie sundae because it makes me sick because I'm literally like dairy free. But I'm going to have as many scoops as I want. So I don't hate my life and myself. Okay. Like, so I just allot that space. I know that it's a lot of fat. I know that it's a lot of carbs. So I'm going to plan accordingly and shove that into my little mold or my little however you want template for the day. That is why it's called flexible eating. That is why like you see fitness people eating donuts. Well, they're also like burning more calories if they're getting a workout in, in that day. But the point being is you can fit things in. So like, I know a guy, he's just always eating in a deficit because he's not eating enough. And so he'll be like, oh, well I had this unhealthy thing. And I'm like, you're still losing a lot of weight today. That's all you ate today. Like what? Some people will just confuse me. Like I'm like, guys, don't you think about like how much you're expending? But if you're doing nothing, you're still expending like 1200 calories in a day, which is so wild to me. That's why the number falls around like 14, 1500, because you're also going to get a workout in, which puts you like three, 400 calories up. So you're expending 14, 15. We're going to make sure that you're eating below that if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to gain weight. So I do work with some men that try to gain muscle. We got to take that protein up way higher. So hopefully that made sense of why you can technically eat anything you want. That's going to bring me into my next point. Well, I guess I should touch on micronutrients, whatever. Okay. It's going to bring me to my next point of preparing for the night out. So we also have talked about this a bunch, but why can I be a trainer with abs and go out on Saturday night with Dalton and have a lychee martini with a lot of sugar and have a really oily dish at Carbone and still look good the next day? Why? Because I know my macros. So I know what I need to do. Like this part is where people are like, live your life. It's like, no, not when I want to have my cake and eat it too. Not when I still want to look good. Sorry. Like it's not wrong of me to want to just like be in control of my diet. So if I know that that's my night, I'm going to prepare. Okay. And what are the two things that you know, you're going to be consuming a lot of fats mostly and carbs. I'm not a pasta person. So like when I go out, I'm still going to have protein and stuff, but it's going to be lathered in all the oils. Okay. So that just means I'm going to prepare leading up to dinner 
breakfast and lunch will have like no fat. I'm going to cut all my yolks. I'm going to cut all my oils. I'm going to cut all my cheeses. I don't eat cheese or whatever. Lunch, same thing, cutting all the dressings, cutting all the sauces. So I'm just gonna have a very plain day. I don't care because I know I'm gonna send it at Carbone. Like I'm gonna send it. So I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna have my egg whites. I'm gonna have a low carb wrap. I'm at like 80 calories from the wrap. It's low carb, it's nothing. The egg whites, I don't care. It's protein, we love that. Lunch, like similar thing. Maybe it'll be some carbs again, just cause I know I'm gonna go for a run as well before dinner. Uh, maybe it's my protein uh, cereal, like no fat. Maybe it's like a chopped up chicken and veggie, like small dish. Again, I don't care. I'm fine with my day. I'm feeling fortified. I got my veggies in, I'm eating the rainbow. I'm getting my micronutrients. I'm going to go for a run. We'll talk about that really quick timing of that. And then I'm going to sit down at dinner. I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to eat what makes me happy. I'm going to enjoy my dinner. I'm going to also know that if I am sitting and drinking, like I'm going to go dancing and moving around after because if I'm an adult and we're just absolutely doing something, okay, till like one in the morning, we're running around. That's calorie burn. Remember, you're going to wake up puffy and feeling terrifying the next day because we talked about this like it's a it's a poison you're putting in your body you're not going to wake up like after 25 I don't wake up feeling lean from a night of drinking I'm a puffy girl puffy and I know that and I just sit through the day and I say okay this doesn't mean it's fat I'm just hurting inside I'm gonna go for a run I'm gonna sweat out my alcohol and I'm gonna get right back into my routine and I level out like two days later one thing I haven't really talked about in here well, what we have but not in association with like a night out is gonna be when you're timing your workout there's been times I've like done a six mile run five meh, five six miles because I have energy and I have time and then I realized oh my god dinner is not until freaking 9 30 or 10 and I just ran at like five. I try to time it more closely to like before I get start getting ready and go to dinner because what can happen is you are just so too starving. You don't want to go to a dinner like too starving and then you just like overeat a little bit. That can be um, counter. What's the word? Like just in, it just it becomes not effective because you just like had to eat so much because you just ran so much like you might want to weight train before a night out because you won't really like deplete your body as much. You'll be taking more breaks. When you weight train, you'll like curl, rest. You're not doing like six miles straight. So if you're someone that just gets really depleted from a run, I don't re recommend doing that before a night out because you also can't control when the meal comes. You don't want to be like starving Sally Sue in the corner, like eating all the table bread. We love the table bread. The point being is like, then you might overeat to the point where like, why'd you even go for a run? Like it still falls into that category. Best thing is weight training because you know you'll increase your metabolic rate of your muscles throughout the night. You'll feel that calorie burn. Um, you'll eat dinner. If you go dancing, like you just lift it. Only other thing is you're not really supposed to drink alcohol when you're trying to build muscle because the whole like, you know, breaking down the muscle tissue, rebuilding it doesn't really happen when you're like inebriated in your bed. <laughs> not saying that, that you're going to ever do that, but you're not really going to get like that nice proper booty pump if you just slug to heal all night. That being said... I'm just trying to kind of like give you your cake and eat it too. Like you're, you're, you're at an L it's, it's an L when you're going out like drinking like crazy, but you're having a great time with your friends, you're making memories and you're healthy and wholesome. And the next day you're going to get back on the horse. I love going for hungover runs because they actually don't hurt that bad. And then like, I'm not hungover after I sweated it all out. I increased, you want to get your metabolism started and you want to get your digestive processes started. That's what actually helps break down all the alcohol that sits in your body and like comes out of your eye sockets all day, making sure to really plan leading into your night out. If you are someone that just wants to not add to your Sunday scaries and be like, I ruined my life and I'm going to be fat. Like, we just don't want the two. Like you don't want to feel all like I ruined my progress. And I have clients that I got to calm them down because that is how they'll feel. I'm like, guys, what's the point of life? If this is like how we're going to let ourselves be like, 
we need to feel like we're in control at all times. And that is the way that you can wake up. Know like, hey, I had a great night. Like I'm going to be completely fine. Like whatever. And if you are like a pasta lover or like you want that treat, you're just preparing throughout the day and everything's completely fine. That's the flexible eating element. So when I say like the donut thing, like, do I think that you should have a donut? Like, no, in terms of the micronutrients, no. Like, does it have all of its like health benefits? Does it have iron and all these things in it? No, but it's just the whole thing of like enjoying your life, having that balance. Because if you don't, a lot of the time, I meet people and they're all or nothing and they cut everything completely and they can't last. They cannot sustain it. It's not sustainable. They binge, they flip out, they see some lucky charms, like they, they lose it. So just please keep that balance. And I say to one of my clients, she was like really down on herself. And I'm like, the only time I'm disappointed, and I won't say this to their face, the only time I'm disappointed to someone is when they have that all or nothing mindset and they just give it, they give up, throw in the towel, lay on the couch, like they're done. That's the only time I'm like, just get up, like just keep going every single day, something, even if it's just a dang walk, a 30 minute walk, like I'm proud of you. So if you have a bingy weekend and you want to have fun with friends, but you worked out the next day, you got right back up and kept going, like I'm super proud. So just consistency with working out. That's all it is with working out consistency. And then obviously your diet is everything. Like if you've ever had a time where you just couldn't eat one day, like you just couldn't get enough food into your body. You were like traveling something crazy and you notice the next day you feel lean, like it's just diet being in a deficit. It's really that simple. So, okay. So I, hopefully that made sense. And it's, it's help. I'm helping you guys understand macros a little bit more. I always try to like explain how you find your own macros. I kind of come to the conclusion that if you want to find the lowest amount of calories to take in possible to like start getting right into a deficit, take your weight and multiply by 11, not 10. 11 is better. So if you weigh 120 times 11, 1320, that's low. That's low, but you're going to be in a deficit if you eat like that. I'm not saying to pick that number because I don't know if you're someone that like climbs a mountain every day or if you sit at a desk every single day. If you sit at a desk, you don't need that much food. If you're climbing mountains, you need all the food. So you're going to take in your height, your weight, your activity level, and you're going to find a number that works. Even if you just do this trick where you multiply by 11 and then you like throw in two more, 200 more calories. So now you're at like third, uh, 15. And then you start eating like that for a week and you're like, oh, I don't see any results. Okay. We're going to bring it down. And you're at 14. Oh, I'm seeing some results. Okay, cool. We got you into a deficit. Like it's something that you can just do trial and error with yourself and you know, your body, like if you should put your hands around your waist, you know, when the pants are tight, when they're loose. So those are just, that's the perfect way to kind of get started. And I say like, yeah, it's going to take a little time to find these numbers. There's no exact way to do it. But if these are the numbers that are, you're going to use the rest of your life, like why can't you just take a week out of your whole entire life to figure it out? You know, and like the trick multiplying times 11 is like going to get you that really low number, but I'm not recommending to just stay at that. That's super, super low. Um, and it just also, there's all those other factors that are contributing. Um, I know you guys have been DMing me with your macros, but this is where you're kind of understanding, like it takes more. I need to know a little bit more about you. I should probably be doing like consultations where I just learn about you really quick because that's going to be the easiest way, but you can easily do it yourself by starting with what I just said and then moving like up a little bit and back down. Um, this number will eventually change as the body does plateau because it's so smart. Like it's such a, our bodies are so smart that it'll acclimate and then you'll move from there. Tracking progress. Last thing I'll talk about really quick. I do not recommend a scale at all in any capacity because if you are someone that gets like really triggered looking at a scale and seeing the number going up, you'll lose your mind if you're someone like that. And I always say the good example is like I was about 10 pounds less in high school, but I had no muscle and now I'm about 10 pounds heavier, but I fit into the same clothes. Meaning 
I'm not bigger girl. I don't have more body fat for muscle. Muscle weighs a lot. So I'm able to be like, okay, even I don't like looking at the scale though. It still makes me like, ugh. but I know like I'm wearing the same size. Like I don't, I'm the same size gal, but I just have more muscle. So one of my clients was like, oh my God, my pants are falling off my body. I always, all my clients right now are like yanking up their leggings because they're too big for them. She's like, but the scale isn't really going down. And I'm like, yeah, I told you to throw your scale out. Like you are building muscle in your lower body. Like we're just building muscle. She's like, oh, I'm like, yes. That's why measurements are really cool. Just Google how to do those. Like it's the easiest thing in the world. Just measure yourself, go into Victoria's Secret. They'll show you. (laughs) Like that's going to show you right around like your quads, your arms, especially in the arms. Um, write those down. And then I love before and after photos. Like I make everyone have their boyfriend, girlfriend, take them of them. I put them together every few weeks and they're just like, whoa, like that is a huge way to figure it out. Also clothing, how clothing fits. So those are some great ways. Um, I don't recommend doing any of this tracking, like shorter than intervals of two, two weeks. So every two week to three weeks do it. Not every three days because you have to understand like bloat and just being regular in the bathroom are huge contributing factors. You could literally get on the scale and weigh five pounds more because you just haven't been regular or more than that. So I'm always just looking at my clients point blank and I'll be like, yeah, you need to go to the bathroom. Like, I don't care because I'm like, that is what it is. Like, d- please don't weigh yourself every three days. Throw it out the window. I had a client buy a scale and then he threw it out. The- <laughs> he just threw it in the trash. I'm like, you should be better off unless you're strong mentally, but like, it's just tough. Like, I don't know. I don't like to like the scale. Um, I like to like see how my pants feel instead. Okay. That's a lot of information. I really, really hope it helped guys. Solo episode. We will have Dalton back because he helps make everything funny and makes me talk slower. Um, love you guys so much. Please DM me with more topics you want to hear about at Allegra Paris, at Allegra Paris Bikini Body, at Dalton T. Evans. Find us on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to a podcast. We will be there. See you guys next week. Bye.